Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 87-1037 WEEI, Southern New England Sports Original. Welcome back to Cordishian Coit on WEEI, 401-777-1037. The phone number, that text line is 37937. Okay, so what is your little uh-oh concern when it comes to the Patriots well so as you know Scott I I like to be fair uh, unlike some of our callers Um, some callers will call up and tell you Bill Belichick sucks at drafting period no context you know they might live in Fall River Um, I will tell you that no that's not the case Bill has his hits mid to late rounds typically he's pretty consistent with that It has been the high-end drafting from 2014 through 2019 that he did not hit on well, and that has caught up to this team. I think you've seen it the last couple of years. Those those were the years where you should have had high-end talent coming into their own, being leaders of this team. Uh, I think that they had started to string some good drafts together. 2020, you know, you guys, your your guys that are top-end talent there, Duggar, Uche, um, 2021, you draft a quarterback first round. He's your starter here. Christian Barmore, second round. He stays healthy. That's a good thing. That's a good pick. You know, you want to go as as far as the fourth round. You can say Ramondre Stevenson, though. Fourth round can be hit or miss. The 2022 class is starting to give me the uh-ohs. Um, and it really hinges on if, if Cole Strange comes back, is healthy, he's a good starter in the league for a long time then I think this conversation is, you know, irrelevant. And I'll also give this disclaimer, too. I think you and I both say, what, three years is probably a good gauge of when you can really gauge a draft class and things can turn around. Um, So I'm not not, not sitting here saying the 2022 class is a bust and all that jazz. But I am saying, uh uh-oh, because strange, they need him to be healthy to help this offensive line. Second round pick that year was Taquan Thornton. Second straight year he's going on IR, Scott, to start. He's not making the. I don't know if you impact. remember this. I said when they drafted him, I looked at how skinny he was. Yeah. I'm like, can this guy take the beating of playing yeah. every down in the NFL? Yeah. You so, wonder if that he can. Right. The uh oh is there. I think third round Marcus Jones. I like that kid. I like a lot. I like yep. him a lot. I think he's going to help you, um, and so that helps. But fourth round, you took a flyer. Jack Jones is Jack Jones. in some trouble here. Yep. Um, 
You also traded a, a running back that you took mid-rounds last year in Pierre Strong. Yep. Um, and then most of those other guys end up, you know, getting cut, going to the practice squad, whatever. So, but, you know, fourth to seventh round, I think Belichick has always been consistently good at finding good talent there. And, like, people that criticize and say, you wasted a sixth-round pick, there's a reason that certain players are sixth-round picks, yeah. okay? If you hit on them, you're diamond in the rough, whatever. The wasting picks, that I, I hate that when I hear that. Like, oh, you wasted a pick on Pierre Strong, and now you traded him. No, you didn't waste a pick on Pierre Strong. It's a, it's a mid-round pick. There's a reason he went where he went. Wasting picks is when you don't – wasting picks is Nikhil Harry. That's wasting picks. Yep. That's wasting – Wasting picks is Dominique Easley. That's wasting picks. So I'm not out on the 2022 class not because it, there's still a lot of time. And, again, if Strange ends up being a good starter for you, okay, your first, you hit on your first-round pick, it's tough to say that the class is a total bust. But it was an uh-oh this week looking at some of the, you know, things that you're seeing with the 2022 yeah. class. Um, if you want to go to the flip side and you want me to be Mr. Positive again, I'm excited about this 2023 class already because I think Gonzalez can be a real hit for you. I think Keon White, if you look at this guy when, yeah. you, when you're standing next to him, oh, 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 he's a, he is a moose, man. He's unbelievable. He's just the way he's built. He's tremendously like, athletic. Oh, goodness. Like, so your first two picks look pretty good, I think. We'll see. It's very, very, very early. They haven't played a snap yet. And then – if you couple, if those two end up being players for you, and you couple that with Demario Douglas and Kayshawn Booty helping you in your receiving core, I think this will be a developmental year for Booty. I, I don't expect to see much of him. I'm excited. I, I think Douglas is going to have the immediate impact, but I'm excited about Booty. I think he had a nice little surge at the end of camp too. I think he was starting to show something to you. I'm like, ooh, okay, he's intriguing. I think there's a little bit of toughness with that kid there. I do, and I. I like to see that out of the receivers because we've had too many young receivers that are real brittle around here, Scott. Yeah. That they take a hit and all of a sudden they're out four weeks and starting the season on IR two years in a row. So I, I, I like that kid. Um, I think he's I think he can give you something. Yep. So, you know, we'll see. Again, I don't want to judge too much on draft classes and whatnot, but 2022 has been a little bit that was my uh-oh moment. There's still time. All right. Uh, maybe we'll save our predictions for the upcoming season to next week because they won't play until yeah. next Sunday. So maybe we'll we'll save them for that. Um, I have some likes and dislikes after my trip to France. Would you like me to share them before the break or after the break? Uh, share them now. Want me to do them now? Yeah, we got time. Okay. Okay. Let's right. get let's get to your so, likes and dislikes of uh, of France. This isn't the first time I've been to Europe. I mean, my brother lives in Sweden. I've been over multiple times to visit him. I've been I went to Spain four years ago with the Brown men's basketball team. So this doesn't just apply to France, Joe. This applies to to, to Europe in general. Joe, before we get started here, uh, if feel free at some point if if you find some like French background music or something like that while he's doing this, just. <laughs> Give it a little belly if you if you can, even midway well, through. Well, I, I, here's what I will say. So one of the things I was concerned about, I, I, I've heard many people say this before, oh, the French don't like Americans. I did not find that to be the case. Oh. I did not find one person to be rude or dismissive or anything like that. So I, at least every restaurant and hotel that I was at, uh, everything we did, I, I found them to be nice people. So that's, that, that's one thing. Oui, oui. Um, w- some of the likes. I love, like, the history 
of like European cities and like the architecture that you see. You just don't get much of that over here. And what it made me realize is, man, like the USA, like we're really young, right? This country's only been around for a few hundred years. Whereas like we were in a town called Lyon. So we spent the first three or four days in Paris. Then we went to Lyon for a couple of days before we went to Nice for four days. In Lyon. There we go. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. (laughs) Asking you shall receive, Coy. Perfect. I love it. In Lyon, the first night, uh, myself, my son Jack, and Sidney Armand, the director of basketball operations, we went out to dinner in the section called the Old Town. Like, you know, cobblestone, narrow roads. Uh, I love, this is another thing I love about Europe. Like, their cities are vibrant. Like, outdoor restaurants and cafes everywhere. People on the streets everywhere. It's just... Like, I, I almost feel like they build the sidewalks larger there just so they can have that, right? It just, it's the nightlife, it's, it's awesome. There's people everywhere. There's a buzz in European cities that's lacking here in the United States for the most part. Yeah. So we went out to dinner in the old town, had a great meal. And uh, as we're sitting there, this is, now this will lead me to one of my dislikes. I asked the waiter, you know, he, he's like, you know, what do you want to drink? So I think I had a beer and whatever. And then, you know, we had water. I said, and can, could you bring us some ice? Yes. So he brings us a, a glass of ice, and I split the ice up between myself, Sid, and Jack for our water. And there's a French couple sitting next to us, like, laughing at us. The ice is not a big thing over there. They don't like, like, their drinks, like, super cold. And usually when you ask for ice, like, if you ask for ice for your own drink, they'll give you one or two cubes max. Small cubes. Yeah. I don't know why they don't like ice. Huh. That's, I, it's weird. It's very quirky. They drink their water warm. I don't, I don't like that. They don't like ice. That's a problem for me. I like an ice cold drink. Okay, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so as we're sitting at dinner, there's a big tall hill in Lyon, and on top of that, it's a beautiful cathedral, and it overlooks the whole town of Lyon. So I said, tomorrow morning when I go for a run, I'm going to jog up there. I want to see that cathedral. I want to see what that view looks like. So as I'm jogging up the hill, right before I get to the cathedral, I look to my left. There's an old ancient amphitheater. Built by the Romans in 20 B.C. Whoa. 20 wow. B.C. I, I'm like, wow. This is like real. So I walked around there. Uh, there's a little museum there. I'm like, this is incredible. Like to think that it was built 20 years before Christ. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a small amphitheater that seated like 1,800, then a large one that seated like between 10 and 20,000. And like all the stonework, I'm like, to think that they could do that way back then and it stood the test of time. I guess it, for, for over the years it had been buried. And then they did some type of archaeological dig like back in the 1950s and they unearthed it. So it took them 20 years to unearth the whole thing. Yeah. But I was doing research on it. It was used for like theatrical performances. It was used for gladiator fights. It was used for public executions. Like, and they still use it today for, to hold events. Talk, t- talk about a, a heck of a lineup there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a, a lot full of gamut. Yeah. <laughs> but again, seeing something built 20 years B.C., it like I'm just like, wow, we don't have anything like this in the United States. <laughs> At 9 a.m., we're going to kill somebody. At 11, <laughs> we're going to have a show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a I quick cleanup there. Yeah, right? Like, yikes. That's true. So, uh, okay, so those are a lot of my likes. I love the history. I, yep. I can't get enough of that in That's the architecture cool. and stuff like yeah. that. The vibrant cities, the outdoor restaurants and cafes, the narrow cobblestone streets. You know, it's just... You just don't get that over here. Yep. Not big on the fact that they don't like ice for their drinks. Yep. They don't. They drink warm water 
drives me nuts. Uh, they're not huge on air conditioning either. And we were Boom. over there during oh an unprecedented heat wave in yeah. France. Like, they, they set records when we were over there. When we were in Lyon, it was 104 the first day, 106 degrees the second. Ugh. Now, they fortunately, we stayed in some nice hotels, and they had air conditioning, but they don't. It's not like cold, cold right. air conditioning. It's enough where you're comfortable and you're not uncomfortable, but like, it's not cold. Uh, they also, in a lot of their hotels, unless it's an American hotel chain, like the first night in Paris, we stayed at the Crown Plaza Republique, so they had like queen size beds. All the other European hotels, they have twin beds. Okay. They're literally, and they're side by side. Like you're sleeping right next to the person. Yeah. Like you're not separated. It's like twin beds. Uh, I'm not a big fan. They have huge breakfast, which is great in all the hotels. Yep. Breakfast meats. They've got like, have you ever you, you ever had breakfast over in Europe? Like, like they have all sorts of meats. They've got like brujute and this and that. And yeah. I'm like, I don't want meat for breakfast. Yeah. You know, give me bacon and eggs. <laughs> bacon. And, you know, yeah, give me a little toast, pancakes. Uh, some sausage links, you know, something like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing in Nice, like Nice is a beautiful city. Yeah. But the beach is all rocks they import these round <laughs> for stones a for a second i thought you were gonna say something else no <laughs> scott did you go to a nudist beach no, no. <laughs> they import they import these stones wow. from from africa believe it or not yeah and even when you walk into the water underneath the water it's still rocks so like we got to the beach the first day in nice and you know you take off your sandals and you put your towel and your shirt down and stuff just walking across the rocks the water it's like ah, oh it, it kills your feet. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why. Then. If Nice had sandy beaches on a scale of 1 to 10, that town would be a zillion in my book. But the rocky beaches prevented from being top notch. At least they kept their clothes. So there's my likes yeah. and dislikes of, of, of uh, France slash Europe. All right. So, like any, so my, my buddy Austin is listening to the show this morning. Hello, Austin. Uh, and he is, uh, they're going over to, uh, to France. Eiffel Tower, overrated. Really? Oh, yes. hot take. Over, well, I mean, big lines, big crowds to go up. When you go up there, the view is it's spectacular. I'll, I'll give you that. But like, uh, like I, I thought the Louvre, like you know, was more impressive. Okay. Um, you know, uh, Notre Dame Cathedral is still under construction. It's not open. They're hoping to get that reopened after the fire for the Summer Olympics next year. Yeah. Um, so, I like I liked Nice the okay. best. Okay. Like Nice, that city was alive. Well, I know he's going to Paris, so you you'd say like definitely go see the Louvre. That's that's definitely worth it. P.S. So Mike Campania, the soccer nut, wanted yeah. to know the PSG Paris Saint Germain stadium review. Oh, so that was cool. I mean, you know, big time soccer, but I tell you right now, they don't do one tenth the job that FC Barcelona does. We toured FC Barcelona Stadium, Ooh. and they give you like a tour with like headsets and the history and like it's. The FC Barcelona tour of Camp Now blows PSG. PSG, you just walk around and there's really just not. See it. Yeah, just to see. That's it. Yeah. Like you can walk in the locker room, you can walk down by the field, you can sit in the stands, but there's no like guided tour and and it just it's a different vibe, way okay. different vibe. So I would say Camp Now blows PSG out of the water or Prince's. I think they call it Prince's Stadium. Okay. So anyway. All right. So, uh, so yeah, they are. they're my there likes and dislikes of uh, of France. I like it. There you go. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you had fun, Scotty. That's I did. Good. Food, you know, food is good. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, no complaints. Yeah. Here. What What is the What is your they dish? They charge you way too much for like like a Coke Zero. Like <laughs> they charge more for soda at a restaurant than they do for like a beer. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I did discover a new beer that I like a lot. I don't know if they sell it in the United States. Okay. Heineken Silver. Really Heineken good. Heineken Silver. Really I saw good. a commercial for that recently. That's a oh, new, you did? So new they must sell it in the States. In. Okay. So yeah. here's Heineken I've never been a fan of because I'm it has that either. skunky aftertaste. Yes. I can't explain it, but that's what yeah. it is to me. It's like a skunky aftertaste. Yep. This was smooth. It, I guess it's cold brewed or something, but Heineken Silver. Good beer. I enjoyed it. Okay. All right. That's good. I was even an ugly American and had a bottle of Budweiser, just regular the Bud okay. over there. Did you have French fries? Uh, I did. Frites, they call them okay. over there, yeah. Is it, like, any more special than No, you? not really. Okay. And as you move toward the south of France, like, particularly in Nice, because you're only, like, 30 miles maybe from the Italian border, heavy Italian influence there. So, like, the Italian food is really good. Like, oh. the pizza, the pasta was outstanding. Interesting. So. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, there good. it is. That, yep, there's your review. That's there great. Go. Good stuff, Scotty. I, go. Thank you, Joe, for the underbelly music bed. And I Perfect spent, I, I will tell you this. I spent a lot of time with former URI great Tyson Wheeler, mm-hmm. Brown assistant basketball coach. We went out to dinner almost every night, you know, and, and not just it was like us and Sam Hirschberger, assistant coach, and Sidney Armand. and It was different people every night. Tyson and I had so many laughs. Good. I mean, I'm telling you, he's a funny guy. Yeah. He, it, he is a funny guy and, like, He'll talk to anyone. Like he'll, he just talks to total strangers. And we will be walking by people. Wow, that's a great looking burger. Like people oh, sitting down to have those. dinner, and they'll look up at him like, huh? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's one of those. He's a whisperer. Of people, uh. <laughs> you know who used to be that way? I always joked. I always joked. I used to call Yanni Caracas the celebrity whisperer because anytime we'd be covering a big event or a big game, Yanni just would no hesitation. Like, I'll never forget one of my favorite stories covering a big event. We're in the tunnel, 2018, at Dodger Stadium, waiting for the Red Sox to win the World Series. They're about to win. We're going to go run out on the field and do our postgame stuff. Yep. And so people start walking by, walking, you know, through the tunnel, whatever. And all of a sudden, I just hear Yanni say, hey, Rob Lowe. And Rob Lowe stopped and talked to us because he just no hesitation. Yanni's just not like he's not like, oh my gosh, that's Rob Lowe. It's a celebrity. He's like, hey, Rob Lowe, how are you? And like, and just that one of those people, you know, I I love that. So I was joking with with like Sid and and, uh, and Sam when we were walking through the streets of Nice with Tyson and Tyson. Just says, he says the first thing that comes to his mind, yeah. right? I said he is like Peter Griffin on that episode <laughs> when he took the test and he was diagnosed as being, I think, mentally retarded or whatever it was. And he, ooh, shiny red ball, you know, yeah, like easily right. distracted. Right. That's Tyson. He'll be walking. Ooh, shiny red ball. Yeah, shiny red ball. <laughs> shiny red ball. Yep. I know. Oh it's my so, I know. goodness. But yeah, you know, that's it. I love people like that. Yeah. It's always fun. Or. Or the time, I'd see, I think, Yanni too, again, there was a time we were walking through the tunnel at TD Garden, and Scotty Pippen walked by us, and, and no hesitation, Yanni looks at Scotty Pippen and goes, Scotty, what's up, baby? What's up, baby? And Scotty looks at him like they're old friends and goes, what's up, baby? And they just dap each other <laughs> nice. up, and I'm like, you know Scotty Pippen? He goes, no. <laughs> That's tight. I do now, though. <laughs> and and, and on, a, on a serious note, yeah. um, when we got back mm-hmm. uh, from France – Tyson uh, tragically lost his daughter. She died in a tragic accident. And I can't tell you how much uh, it breaks my heart. And it's hard for me to say this, Nick, because I was with him, like I said, almost every night on the trip. And there was a couple of nights in Nice when we were out in the town, like shopping for gifts for a family. 
and you know I'm shopping for like a necklace and bracelet for my wife and something for my daughter and he was shopping for and FaceTiming with his daughter saying do you like this bracelet do you like that bracelet and to come home to the news that he did to lose his 23 year old daughter uh, my heart breaks for Tyson and his family because I know how close and tight-knit his family is and no parent wants to outlive their child. None. Zero. And so yeah, I, I'm sure he's not listening this morning, but if he is, Tyson, I love you, man. Um, and, and my heart goes out to you and your family because that was just the worst news. Worst news you could come home to. Yeah. The well, worst. Well well said, Scott. Um, you know, my, my thoughts and, you know, my prayers are with him and his family. Um Tyson's just any interaction I've ever had with Tyson. He's just a good guy. Um, and obviously we have a lot of, um, you know, roadie fans and roadie people, URI people that are listening as well. Yep. And he's thought of so highly, um, you know, with, with, you know, you know, not only just, the, you know, the way he played for the university, but just the way he represented himself and just the, the kind of guy that he is. And so um, when you hear something like this happen to uh, such a great person, um, you're, you're so right. It just it breaks your heart. So, um, you know, anything we can do um, just to send good vibes and thoughts and whatnot, um, you know, we're 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 doing yep. it. Um, and and so hopefully, I think people have seen out there any any you know support you can give to the Wheeler family. Um, you know, please do because uh, they could they could use as much as as possible right now. Yep. All right, we'll um we'll take a quick break. Nick and I will come back to wrap it up right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. Uh, 